Nick Foles of the Eagles became humble as a backup and stayed humble as a starter. It's a little different for a certain politician years ago who became a cheat and a liar as a governor and stayed a cheat and a liar as a president. Now, how do we become and stay healthy? Well, hopefully we have fresh and clean air and water and plenty of sunlight. Hopefully we eat plenty of fruits and vegetables. And of course, hopefully we go to Queens Nutritional Products. I got to say that. They have products to refresh and revamp your body. Well, he'll take you from an old man moving in slow motion to more of a superman with energy and vigor. Oh, yeah, they will. Now, Daniel of the Bible proved that a vegetarian diet works. He was told to eat like the rest of the slobs in Babylon. But he said, no, I'm not going to do that. He said, let's do a test. I'll drink and eat my healthy way, which includes vegetables and fruits. And you guys eat as usual, feeding your stomach with anything that doesn't move, that can't run away until you puke it all up in a toilet. He said, then after 10 days, we'll compare who's better off. The book says after 10 days, they looked healthier and better fed than any of the young men who ate from the royal table. So Daniel proved his point. Our eating habits do make a big difference. So let's take advantage of the plentiful apple trees, peach trees, pear trees, and eat of their produce. And there's so many different kinds of trees, as we know. As you recall in the Bible, God talks about the tree of knowledge of good and evil and the tree of life. The book says, happy are they who wash their robes so as to have free access to the tree of life and enter the city through its gates. The tree of life, it represents a perfect, healthy, strong human existence with God for eternity without sin. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. That's a nice setup. It's a perfect symbol because healthy, strong trees are a beautiful thing. I don't know how they can get so big and stand so still. You got a narrow trunk for the most part compared to the rest of the branches, limbs, and leaves. And you got some roots below the surface, but some of these trees get so gigantic. How come they don't tip over? Like an eight-month-old baby trying to walk or a drunk at the end of a long Saturday night. A tree's balance is incredible, designed, of course, by God. And while we all keep healthy by eating right, we also must then have the discipline to abstain from those things that break our body down. Let's stay away from the red meat, for instance. Not to totally abstain, perhaps, but not every other day. I heard every time we eat red meat, our stomachs bleed a little bit inside. Is that true? I don't know if that's true. I heard that once. That's not a good thing if that's true. The Orthodox Jews, they don't eat pork chops, ham, bacon, anything that comes from a pig. Also, they don't eat shellfish like shrimp, crabs, and lobster. The book says, of all the creatures living in the water of the seas and the streams, you may eat any that have fins and scales. 
So fish must have fins and scales. The Old Testament also delineates between clean and unclean birds to eat, like bats, for instance. Now, some bats eat fruit and not just bugs. Did you know that? Huh. I wonder if any of them do their shopping at Queen's Nutritional Products. Plenty of fruit over there. But whether they do or don't, I do, and so should you. Now, although abstaining from non-kosher food and certainly bats might still be a good idea for today's health, health, I don't think it's necessarily ordered by God to do. That was in the Old Testament, but not in the New. The book says, it is not what goes into your body, into your mouth, that defiles you. You're defiled by the words that come out of your mouth. The kosher foods were definitely important to eat with the old covenant of the Old Testament, but not necessarily now. Nah, I don't think so. But regardless, let's keep a healthy diet to live strong as long as possible. To do that, we also need to get plenty of sleep and rest. I've been brought up on eight hours, so if I get eight hours, I'm good to go. Some people need less. As we know, sleep recharges our batteries, also for our body to repair and heal. People tell me that, oh, I'm sore all day long from morning to night. My bones ache, my muscles hurt. And then I ask them, well, how many hours of sleep do you get at night? Oh, maybe three or four, sometimes five. Really? What are you doing all night long then? Doing the wash? Fixing the roof? Feeding the goldfish? Go to bed already. And the goldfish, yeah. Swimming in that dirty water with crap floating around with them. They look like they're going to die. They look like they're on their last fin. So we need to see the connection between no sleep and pain. I know guys, they never saw a connection between not putting on deodorant and not having a girlfriend. So it depends who you talk to and as to whether they're going to understand the concept. The book says, as soon as I lie down, I fall asleep. For you alone, O Lord, bring security to my dwelling. Yeah, God in the Bible, it will calm you. It will soothe you. I know a woman who couldn't sleep, always had a problem. And then woke up in the middle of the night, blah, 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 blah. And then she started reading the Bible at night. It calmed and soothed her. Took away her anxiety. That anxiety that creeps in your brain and throughout your body. And she sleeps like a baby now. Exercise and work is also a good thing for us to do. Getting the blood flowing, getting the brain active and engaged so it stays alert and sharp as a tack. You don't want your mind to go dull and flaky. Hey, healthy mind, healthy body. Now, I suppose in the Garden of Eden, the environment was perfect. No rotten peaches or apples with worms inside. It was paradise. Everything was pure. And there was no such thing as mutations in our genetic makeup causing sickness. Yes, yeah, sickness, disease, and early death. People lived into their 900s. Can you imagine that? Huh. Like Adam, 
and even Noah. They both lived to 900, in the 900s somewhere. And then, of course, the flood came and uh, lasted, I believe, for 40 days. The book says, now the flood was on the earth, yeah, for 40 days. Yeah, I guess it is. There you go. And the waters prevailed exceedingly on the earth, and all the hill, all the hills under the whole heavens were covered. The water prevailed 15 cubits upward, and the mountains were covered. 15 cubits. Now, who knows what a cubit is? Cubit. I believe that's like 18 inches, if I'm not mistaken. i got to do more research here. Ford guy, you should know that. you got to get on that stuff. 15 cubits upward, and the mountains were covered. And we all do realize, of course, that the flood did take place. It was documented all over the world. It actually happened. Documented in secular books, as well as the Bible, of course, as well. How dare that two words sneak in there, as well as. If you listened early on when we started this show, I explained why as well should never be spoken over TV or radio. Not a good thing. I don't got time to go into it now. But the flood, it took place. But you got so many crackpot evolutionists believing that the, the flood never happened. To me, I kind of thought about this, and I, I think that many of these evolutionists, they believe in evolution only because they're hoping one day that they'll evolve into a good-looking man or woman. Yeah, hate to disappoint you. That's not happening. So you can give up your concept of evolution and understand the truth and come down to brass facts and realize that the Bible is true. I don't want to hear about science. Science that changes every two months. Look at the virus. Ah, I didn't want to mention the virus. Yep, don't bring up God. It's for regular people like you and me, like me and you. Let Robert know how God and the Bible pertains or doesn't pertain to your life. Hey, one way or the other, like blondes or brunettes, shaman or Scott, a coffin or urn. We're here every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB, 790 AM. Yeah, and certainly listen to call at 610-720-7900. And evolutionists believe that the planet is billions of years old. Because, I guess, of their carbon-14 tests. Actually, that carbon-14 test is very accurate, depicting the ratio between carbon-14 and regular carbon. But the problem begins when they deny that the flood ever took place. That's what screws up all their readings. Because of that and many other faulty assumptions in the environment over thousands of years. They misread it. Like when you misread... The girl in the blue at the club winking at you and wanting to dance. While all along she was winking at the big six foot three stud behind you. Now as time went on, people lived less and less. Like Abraham, who lived just to be 175, Moses 125. Till today we basically live around 80, give or take, right? 
ever since Adam and Eve disobeyed God, sin began more and more to take over our lives, behavior, and even our health. Yeah, Adam and Eve ruined it for all of us. Ever since they thought themselves to be a God and that they could make their own decisions as to what is right and what is wrong, just like we do today. Because of that first sin, God punished Eve, as we know. The book says, God said, I will intensify the pangs of your childbearing. In pain shall you bring forth children. Little did Eve know at the time that in many cases, there's even more pain to deal with in the kid's teenage years. Not to mention what her husband will put her through in a lifetime. But I guess God didn't have the heart to tell her. Let her find out on her own. Talking about childbearing, let me just say that Queen's Nutritional Products has great products for newborn babies that help develop a strong immune system, especially in these times with the virus floating around. I figured I'd just throw that in there as a PSA, public service announcement. So then God said to Adam, the book says, Cursed be the ground because of you. In toil shall you eat its yield all the days of your life. By the sweat of your face shall you get bread to eat. So just like that, all of a sudden, there became more thorns and thistles to deal with, so to speak, in more ways than one. Hey, we got NJ on the line. What's up, NJ? Hey, Robert. Yeah, you're absolutely right. A cubit is 18 inches, and I, I just checked it because it's from your elbow to the tip of the middle finger, and it's 18 inches, so you're correct right. about that. Yeah. Um, getting back to the body, you know, God's Word, I don't know, maybe you mentioned I might have missed it, but God's Word tells us that um, if you're a born-again Christian, you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, repentant of sin, ask Him to come into your heart, be your Lord and Savior. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. He gives us the Holy Spirit as a guarantee of our redemption and a new body someday. And that's so key that, you know, uh, the body that we have here, as the Bible says, and you're aware of that, they're just tense and they're wearing out. But uh, if we know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it's interesting because we get a new body, a new a new body without the aches and pains, right? Oh no no, it's an eternal body. No more aches. Yeah, and we no we won't need we won't need Ben Gay, for instance, right? We won't need Ben Gay anymore. No no no, none of that, none of that. And it's interesting because Robert, just think about it. I mean, with God, everything is so excellent because with the new body, we go to that marriage supper. And then we go to the honeymoon for a thousand years, the wedding supper, marriage supper, lamb is seven years. And not only do we get the new bodies, we get to see others that have gone before us, right, that are up there. And uh, what a celebration. And isn't it interesting? And what does it revolve around? It revolves around what? Food, food, you know, fellowship and all that. And so uh, it's, it's just something to look forward to. And then the thousand-year rule of Jesus Christ from Jerusalem, that's the honeymoon. And then eternity. I mean, I mean that's, so, that's so incredible. And just one more uh, thing. You, you brought it up, and it's so key. Uh, with it, you, you know, you hit upon it, and it's like a triangle because it's diet, exercise, and sleep. All three are critical. Absolutely. Hey, you mentioned in heaven we recognize people and so forth. That reminds me of the transfiguration when Peter, James, and John went up to the mountain, and then they saw Moses and Elijah in a vision, and I'm thinking, 
How did they know it was them? How did they recognize them? Yeah, good point. You're absolutely right. We will recognize individuals. But just remember one key point. We're not like, you know, not 67. Well, I'm going to be 67. Not at 67. You know, Jesus was resurrected, what, between 30, 33, I think it was. So the body back then, Robert, hey, I can go with that. I can live with it. That's, that's, that's okay with me. And they're eternal bodies. That's the thing we do. Oh, and what about how we get around, Robert? You were talking about aches and pains and stuff, how it's hard to get around. How did Jesus get around? He got around. He went, when he went back to his disciples, the door was shut, and what? he come right through the wall. We're definitely going to be facing and involved with different... We're going to be involved with different dimensions in heaven. We're limited here. We're limited here on earth by what? What we see, what we hear, what we taste, what we feel, those senses. But, but not in heaven. God got it all covered. Thanks for the call, AJ. Take care, Sean. AJ, I called you AJ, NJ. Yeah, yeah. And ever since that first sin, by the way, animals began to eat each other. Yeah, and, and some of those eating documentaries that you see on TV, they're so terrifying with the animals. You feel so sorry for the prey. A big, huge hawk swooping down to kill a cute little white bunny rabbit. To feed it to its young. You'd think if evolution was true that the little white bunny rabbit would develop spikes on its back. To prevent the snatch by the hawk, right? But it doesn't. You can't blame the hawk, really. The, the predator has to eat, too. I guess most living things are both prey and predator. In order to survive, they have to be. Now, all of us as human beings need bread and water to survive, to stay healthy and wise. I like when Jesus said that, I am the bread of life. The book says, for the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. That's a beautiful thing. And not literally, of course, he's not the bread of life, but spiritually, spiritually. Just like in the prayer, the Our Father, give us this day our daily bread. That bread can mean anything, like health, more money, you know, whatever. But, but now to me, more than ever, that bread means Jesus himself, where Jesus is the bread of life. As you seek him more and more, he gives you his knowledge, wisdom, intelligence, and understanding, all by the power of the Holy Spirit. You see, Jesus came in lieu of God, and the Holy Spirit came in lieu of Jesus. That's how, it's, that's how it works, and we need to understand that. We forget about that Holy Spirit, how crucial he is. And, and if you don't understand and embrace the Holy Spirit and allow for him to take over your life more and more and to prompt you in the right direction, you're missing out, just like if you lived in the time of Jesus, if you ignored Jesus in that time, you're in a bad way. He's the man. How can you ignore him? So Jesus leaves, and then now we got the Holy Spirit. And Jesus was telling the apostles, hey, I got to go. I'm not hanging around here. I got to go. And in return, in exchange, basically, for me, the Holy Spirit's coming your way. And you got to embrace the Holy Spirit. 
If you don't understand about the Holy Spirit, open up the Bible. That's what it's for. Ask people. It's crucial. Crucial. So many crucial things in the Bible, but yet so many people ignore the Bible. I, I don't get it. Especially if you got problems in your life, like we all do, and you're hitting a brick wall time and time again. Why wouldn't you open up the book to investigate it? Like I tell my kids and everybody that will listen, always leave the Bible on the table as an option. If you're not investing in it now, and hopefully you do as soon as possible, at least keep the Bible on the table as an option for you to turn to down the line if you need it. And you're going to need it. You don't think so now, but you're going to need it. So don't scrap it. Don't want to do that. Welcome to Don't Bring Up God with Robert as your cordial, sensitive, and delicate as a pink petal host. Fear not, as he is a common, always collected gentleman who's careful not to step on anybody's toes. He is soft-spoken and on the shy side. He is, he is, hey, wait a minute, this ain't right, I'm describing Mary Poppins here. Robert is pretty much the opposite of all that. Common collected? How about wired and deranged? Well, maybe not deranged. Let's just say he lives in the same neighborhood. Regardless, Robert is the host of Don't Bring Up God, airing every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 on WAEB 790 AM. Give him a call at 610-720-7900. And hey, this little chat is just between you and me, right? That's 610-720-7900. Great commercial. I love that one. Good job by the voice guy. Although the voice guy, I gave him a commercial to do, has to do with politics a little bit, and he refused to do it. How dare the voice guy? Voice guy, I know you're listening. Are you out of your mind? You want to be fired on the spot? The big money I pay you? I expect that in a couple weeks, voice guy. Come on now. You got to do it. Y you can't disobey, right? Or buck the system. We've been floating along so nicely. He says no. How dare you? All right, like I said, let's see. What's today, July? In August sometime. You got plenty of time to do it. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful work of art, this commercial that's coming up. So, voice guy, it's all on your shoulders. The pressure's on. Just do it. Also, talking about Jesus before the break, he talked about drinking water, the book says. But whoever drinks the water I give him will never be thirsty. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. So we all need to eat food and drink water to stay alive, Alive, obviously, unless you're a cactus in the middle of the Sahara. But we especially as Christians need Jesus to stay alive, to survive, and to be assisted through this life and certainly into the next. Uh, there's no other way. Like when you use a public restroom. You have to courtesy flush for the sake of others, for the common good. You do. There's no other way. Some people don't, as we know. Yeesh, jeez. You go in there. You take two steps in to a public restaurant, and then immediately you walk right out. You can't take it. I feel like gagging just thinking about it. Come on now. 
Who likes to use a public restroom anyway? I think I'd like a porta potty. Yeah, porta potties. Although they have treachery inside them too. You never know. Just hold it until you get home. That's the best way to do it. <laughs> Talking about water. We can't forget water in our diets. We have to stay hydrated. And a lot of times we don't, especially if you're an athlete who works out a lot. And of course, I can't resist to mention another time about Queen's Nutritional Products. They have a whole section on sports nutrition, which is incredibly important in maintaining the fitness of your body, along with handling the breakdown and buildup of muscle. Talk to them at Queen's. They'll explain it all to you. They will. Hey, board guy. All right, let's before I go to board guy, let's go to board Walt. Hey, Walt, what's up? What's going on? How can I possibly bring your mind out of the dark ages and into the 21st century, Rob? Rob go ahead, I'll let you drive, speak. Rob, Rob, drive up to Hazelton, stop along the roadside, and pick up a chunk of coal. Now, Rob, that coal is hundreds of millions of years older than the oldest dinosaur fossil that was ever found. That's your and You've been there evolution. to verify all that, right? You've been there with the dinosaurs that, of hundreds of millions Rob, of years. That is your proof that of evolution. That is a that is a remnant of the Carboniferous period. I can pick up a rock in my garden and say that's proof that you're you're a billion years old yourself, Walt. I can make any kind of analogy and connection to it if I want. Like I said, most scientists ignore the flood, and once they do that, all readings are off. Listen, I want to I ask you a question that I asked a couple of weeks ago. I was on with George Nuri. Yeah, all right, go ahead. He had, a, he had a Bible thumper, and I put forth this question to him. Do you think that it's really possible that the God of the Bible, according to the the epic tale of the Jewish people, this Yahweh Jehovah, could this Yahweh Jehovah possibly be so hypocritical as to say to the Israelites, thou shalt not kill? In oh, the we're back to that. And yet, and yet after, after sending the angel of death to release them, you know, we know the story, the Passover story, and then they're wandering in the desert for 40 years, and then they come into the land of milk and honey, to the promised land, and then he tells them that they can kill and enslave the native inhabitants of the promised land, the Canaanites, which are the... Okay, well, well, we don't need the whole history. I think most of us know about it. The bottom Rob, line, we, once again, is God sanctions death. He decides who lives and who dies. He did that throughout the Old Testament through the prophets and communicating with kings and leaders. Now, after, after the Old Testament, and uh, especially after Jesus' time, man decided to sanction death. That's where the problem comes in. We're not God. We're not on his level. You think you are, evidently. You think you're above God, but you're not. It's, it's, Rob, it's not. It's the epic tale of the Jewish people. The Epic tale. You have a tale, right behind you because you're so happy because I'm letting you talk so much. 
Well, you won't let me talk. You're, I am. You're, go. You're, you're talking over me. You're talking go. over me. Go. Well, go as I said, do you think that it's really possible that Yahweh Jehovah could be so hypocritical? Again, I'm not going to go. Hey, Walt, I got to stop you. I can't go over the same stuff. You're putting yourself above God. You're putting God on the witness stand. And as long as you do that, I can't acknowledge any of it. I can't even negotiate Rob, your if argument. You don't want me, Rob, if you don't want me to call a show anymore, I won't. But a couple weeks ago, you were chumming me up from the depths. Like I said, you were chumming up the shark. So you got the shark back up, and now you're telling them to go back down. So you want that me was to very creative of, creative of you to say that you were like Jaws in the movie, and I was chumming you back up. That's pretty good. I like that. I like more creativity from you. We don't have to always butt heads. There's nobody. <laughs> like I say, I don't know what. I challenge. Now Joe's going to come on and with his stop, spiel stop, out there, stop. I'm off. Here, I gotta go. Hey, stop I'm Walt, listen, Walt, listen, Walt. Listen. Walt, no. Just let me no. say one listen. thing. Listen, shut up. Listen. You're an intelligent guy. You have vast knowledge in that big head of yours, but yet you talk about the same thing. You need to prepare during the week and bring something else new to the table and then write some notes and then we'll have a discussion because you talk about the same stuff. People are sick of it. I know you have more to say, don't you? Hey, you you're right. You recite the same Bible spear, you know, spiel week after week. I mean, people. Well, I hope that I don't, and I hope I bring new perspectives hey. and new stories. That's not my intention, but I'm allowed. I'm the host. You're the caller, right? Well, like I say, if you don't want me to call anymore, I, I'll I, stop I'm, it. You're you acting know, like George, a baby. You're saying I'm going to take my ball and go home. Tom Danheiser, Tom Danheiser. I'm telling material. That's all I'm saying. Well, George Nuri said I can call. Yeah, uh, there you go. You you kept you you keep doing the same things, and the board guy cut you, and he had to. Whoa, you know, well, well, well. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you go. Thanks for the call. But Walt, listen to me. You're a smart man. Just bring something else to the table. That's all I'm saying. I know you can do it. If you take a little effort during the week to bring up something we never talked about, I'm sure it would fly. And it doesn't have to be like butting heads. Like I said, bring up some biological thing about an animal or an insect, and we'll talk about the amazement of them. We could talk about so many different things. But yet you bring the same zippity doo dah nonsense. And I hope I don't bring the same zippity doo dah nonsense. I'm hope I, I hope I'm different. I think I am. I talk about the virus. I talk about racism. I talk about politics. But the theme, of course, is always going to be about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. Evidently, I need to repeat that to you. Because some of us out there listening are blockheads. That it doesn't go through. And my main objective here is to help convert people to water, or rather to, to plant and to water. And then hopefully God makes it grow into a believer. 
That's the main objective of this show. That's never going to change. And if you're going to tell me to change it, I'm not going to do it. You think you rule over this show and me, Mr. W. Just like you think you rule over God himself. That's crazy. And that's what comes through. I like you all. I, I consider us friends. How many times do I got to say that? But you got to listen and let it sink into your head. And you never do. You never will, evidently. That's why you're stuck as a non-believer and an atheist. And if that's what you want to do, that's your choice. But don't tell me to change what I do on this show. That ain't going to happen, pal. Look at that. All the time we just spent on you. Like 10 minutes. All right. All right, let's move on. Hey, uh, board guy. Let's get back to board guy. You know what? Let's hold that. Let me let me uh, let me update people about Relic Hunter firing line. In July, they got all kinds of things going. I must say. Let me just uh, briefly tell you. Sunday today, July twelfth, they got a new shooters class going on. Tuesday, July fourteenth, they got ladies' night, five thirty to seven. Ladies' night. You call something ladies' night. It's going to be great no matter what it is. I know the clubs years ago used to have ladies night. Woo! Half drink, half off on drinks. Guys would show up looking for the ladies because it's ladies night. Oh! They never have men's night. Nobody cares about men's night. But ladies night is a different story. I can talk about ladies night for the next hour. And I just might, but at but at <laughs> but at Relic Tuesday, July fourteenth, ladies' night, five thirty to seven. Oh, you better believe it! Every Sunday morning on WAEB from eight to nine, this is the show where regular people talk about God and the Bible and how it pertains or doesn't pertain to their life. And this show is not politically correct and not all inclusive, just like heaven. Yeah, I said it. Feel free to visit us on don'tbringupgod.com, where you will find a link to our great podcast. We are also on iTunes. You can contact us by email on don'tbringupgod.com, where you can also also find the Don't Bring Up God book, along with beautiful family plaques. Yeah, we got it all, and most importantly, we got you, the listeners. Without you, we're a crapola. That's right. Feel free to call in live at 610-720-7900. And yes, it is our pleasure to serve you. Please come again. All right, board guy. Let's get you into the act here. We never hear from you anymore since we're split up. We're split in two. I don't even know if you're there. You could be eating breakfast down the street for all I know. Well, if you're there, how about a song? How about a song? He's not heavy. He's my brother. How about that? Can you play that thing? And I won't sing it anymore. I don't want to ruin it. There you go. This has a lot of meaning for people, as I found out. Road is long with a many a 
Well, I hope that came through okay. You never can tell since we're split up, like I said. Oh, I can't wait to get back. But that song, it's not heavy. He's my brother. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. Evidently, that has a lot of meaning to people. Especially in regards to death of loved ones. Yeah, you can play that chorus again. He's not heavy. He's my brother. You can blare that if you want. I like that song. But it has a lot of meaning to people when it comes to death, especially through the Vietnam War era. Uh, the song is uh, an expression of compassion and kindness trying to help your fellow man. So I just figured I'd uh, play that for everybody. Hope you, hopefully that brings back some nice tender memories. Hey, Barry, what's on the line? What's on your mind? Yes, Barry. See, everything's screwed hey, up now. It's hey, it's Joe. Okay, who's that, Joe? Yeah. Hey, All right, go Joe, ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to have to comment on Walt, but it's ironic to me how Walt actually uses biblical principles to try and prove his point. For instance, he believes in the resurrection because he re keeps resurrecting this, this dead idea of evolution uh, when no true scientist today believes in it. All right, so the the law of cause and effect, I mean, I'll, I'll say it, you know, I haven't said it in a while, but every building has a builder, every painting has a painter, every book has an author, creation demands a creator. An atheist believes nothing created everything, and nothing came up with the information to run it all. So Walt believes in the resurrection. That's a bi biblical principle. And then all right, the other I, thing I, I had find enough ironic, of that discussion. Move on to something new. Yeah, well, the other thing is he, he keeps making moral judgments. Good well, I meant, evil. I meant, let's get off wall, is what I meant. Okay. Yeah, so, <clears throat> well, I mean, what you're talking about, uh, biblical principles, all, all these things, God gives us, you know, God, everything about life, uh, and most importantly, spiritual life, by repentance of sin to God and faith in Jesus Christ, the most well-proven fact of all of history, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that's what gives us eternal life. Um, everything that man is searching for is only found in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And you're talking about, and even NJ was mentioning, you know, we're going to have new bodies. I mean, if God created all of this, and it's in a fallen state, and there's wonders in this world we can discover, how much more so when he creates the new earth and the new heavens, I agree, yeah, I Joe, and also we need to realize, even in the world that we live in now, there's so much we don't know that's magnificent in jungles, yeah. under the ocean, in space. Absolutely. So there's so many things we don't understand and see and are aware of right. now. It's going to be the same thing in heaven multiplied by a million. Well, absolutely. And how, how do you learn about the eternal God? Well, it's going to take eternity to do that. Now, there is some uh, scripture that says, you know, when we see G Jesus, we will be like him. You know, NJ, NJ mentioned, like, uh, teletransporting and things like that, and even, uh, I would say, telepathy, you know, knowing one's thoughts. So every, everything man is searching for in, in understanding knowledge, wisdom, and he thinks he can get through science. When we, when we die and stand before Jesus and we have the mind of Christ, we're going to be what they envy or what they're searching for. We're going to have the mind of Christ. We're going to have uh, 
almost complete knowledge, understanding, wisdom, things that man couldn't figure out, and yet it's going to be the new heavens, new earth, and eternity. And you're right. The Bible has all the answers we ever need to answer, answers to our questions. There's no other way to get it. Thanks for the call. Yep. Hey, Barry, are you there? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Barry. I was going to say earlier, we were talking about about plants and uh, uh, animals and natural things from, from, from God. Well, actually, man perverted what God, what God provided us, you know, with, with the fertilizers and the pesticides and the herbicides and all the chemicals and this and that and the glyphosate and all the cancer, all the carcinogens out there. I, you know, we should be eating all natural food. We don't eat all those chemicals. That, that's what that's what the, the natural predators are for, like the bats and the spiders to eat the insects. That's why we have natural fertilizer. That's why we have such a high cancer rate because of all the chemicals. The more natural, the better. Uh-huh. All, I never like putting good. things into my body, into my food that don't belong there. Yeah, but good luck trying to get you know trying to get all natural organic products. First of all, it's very expensive, and second of all, there's chemicals every infiltrating every every chemical every every product you buy nowadays. That's why you know? we got to start growing our own food in our own little gardens, like everybody used to do years ago. Even animals like rabbits and so forth, they would they would kill them and eat them. We need to be more self self sustaining by ourselves. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's the, that's the one that's going to uh, uh, retain us in the end. You know, is, is we we, we got to become like you said, self sufficient. You know, rely on God's natural uh, natural providing of uh, natural product, natural product. You know, that's the plan, like- Barry. Hey, thanks for the call. You got it. Hey, do you guys do Facebook? Like two weeks ago, I posted a colorful billboard up. It said, no more mask, no more quarantine, and no vaccine. Boy, did I get attacked. Woo! Now, this radio show that I do every Sunday morning, basically that's for a lot of Republican conservative people that call and listen. Evidently, Facebook is full of liberal, democratic, socialist Shallow thinkers. I had a conversation going with about 150 people all at once. And I was very calm and rational, not being disrespectful in any way. But I definitely couldn't say the same about them. They resorted to what they normally do, which is name calling. Oh, did they call me all kinds of things? I wrote them down. They called me. Selfish, crazy, stupid, dope, ignorant, moron, retard, idiot, fool, dip, S-H, blank T, ass, H-O-L-E, and misguided. They called me all that stuff. And the one guy, he called me, he didn't call me, he kept saying, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you say this? How dare you think that? Well, I do dare. Maybe you should start. (coughs) Dare. How dare you? Nobody says that anymore. How dare you? And then another guy, he said, I live in fantasy land. Fantasy land. Well, one of us does. I guarantee you that. (laughs) But hey, to each his own. We can disagree about politics and government tactics. That's okay. We're allowed. But hopefully, we're all on the same page when it comes to God. Hopefully, 
we all believe in Jesus and take orders from him and him alone. The book says, make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. So that's the deal. Spiritually, we need Jesus. There's no way around it. No way around it. Just like physically, we need, here it comes, Queen's Nutritional Products. <laughs> I had to say that one more time. They'll get you on the right path, on the right road to health. They got all kinds of things over there. But spiritually, absolutely, we need Jesus. And some people deny our spiritual side. We, we're, we have a spirituality to us. We are mental and we are physical. We are emotional. We are all these things. What's the problem? Don't deny the spiritual side. We have it from start to finish, from birth to death. And the way to learn about it is to read the Bible, get into that New Testament, the Gospels, where Jesus says and talks to us point blank on what are the most important things in life. You got quotes in there from himself, from Jesus himself in the Gospels. And you got Paul with his epistles, all kinds of goodies. Old Testament's good too. Hey, all roads lead back to God. Tyler, we love you. We'll see you again. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app, now number one for podcasting. This is News Radio 790 WAEB, an iHeartRadio station.